a podcast on podcasting. What is podcasting? According to the Wikipedia page on podcasting, a podcast is a series of audio or video digital media files which are distributed over the internet by syndicated download through web feeds to portable media players and personal computers. Though the same content may also be made available by direct download or streaming, a podcast is distinguished from most other digital media formats by its ability to be syndicated, subscribed to, and downloaded automatically when new content is added. Like the term broadcast, podcast can refer either to the series of content itself or to the message by which it is syndicated. The later is also called podcasting. If you're saying, huh, let me show you a video that will explain podcasting in plain English, created by Common Craft. Remember the good old days of TV and radio? Everyone would gather around to be entertained. Shows were broadcast at specific times, and if you weren't there on time, you missed it. Broadcasts disappeared into the ether. Well, things have changed. This is podcasting in plain English. Here's the big idea. Thanks to podcasting, showtimes don't matter. When a new show is created, podcasting gives you a way to capture it and take it with you to watch or listen to later, usually for free. It makes shows personal and available on demand. That's what makes it different from broadcasting. It works by setting up a connection between a website and a computer so that new shows automatically show up when available. Here are three reasons why podcasting is becoming so popular. The first is that anyone can do it. No satellites, radio towers, or studios needed. Most people only need a microphone or video camera, a computer, and a connection to the web. With these things in place, they can make their own show that is open to everyone. It also means that there's a wide variety of podcasts. Whether it's investment advice from Wall Street or your neighbor's gardening show from down the street, there is likely a podcast for you. The second is subscriptions. This means that if you visit a website that has a great podcast, you can click a button and subscribe to receive future shows automatically. All you need is a free tool called a podcatcher, like iTunes, that acts as a way to capture the shows. The shows become yours to listen to or watch as much as you want, where you want. The third reason is gadgetry. You can download a podcast onto a computer, but you can also download it to an MP3 player or other portable device and take it with you. And remember, podcasts work on all sorts of devices, not just iPods. So, let's look at how Jason uses podcasts. He uses the web every day, rides the bus to work, and loves Japanese culture. Recently, he found a podcast by a Western couple living in Tokyo. After a quick listen, he subscribed to their podcast from their website. That night, as he slept, a new show downloaded onto his MP3 player. The next morning, he was on the bus, listening to his new friends in Tokyo, imagining what it would be like to eat the freshest sushi in the world. Podcasting made it happen. It made it possible for the couple in Japan to create a show for only a few yen, it made it possible for Jason to subscribe to their show and take it with him. Podcasting means we don't have to depend on traditional media. Now, everyone can have a voice that shows their true colors. I'm Lee Lefevre, and this has been Podcasting in Plain English on The Common Craft Show. Oh, one quick thing. The Common Craft Store now offers downloadable versions of our videos for use in the workplace. Find them at commoncraft.com. Cool. How can I start? Well, you need to create a podcast using a program like GarageBand or Audacity.
Audacity is free for Macs and PCs. GarageBand is a program that comes with Macs. There are many free online sources to learn these programs, so we won't spend too much time on that. Just know that you can learn it. You will be able to find resources on the podcast blog. Once you download and or learn the program you are using, you will need to do the following. Plan, produce, and publish. Plan. What is a topic? If we were doing a podcast on grammar, you might want to compile a list of grammatical rules that you would like to go over. This will, this will create a guideline with scripting the podcast. What is the podcast format? People like consistency. They, know, they want to know what to expect. Plus, it's easier to plan a podcast when you know exactly what has to be done. Remember, the podcast should, should be no longer than it needs to be. If you only need three minutes to say what you want to say, then use three minutes. But you should figure out segments of your podcast. An example of a podcast can be the intro theme song, a welcome message. You can introduce the topic, explain the grammatical rule, give examples, recap, give a web address with blog to find other resources and show notes, final comments, and an outro, and maybe an ending theme song. What music should be used? Music is useful for a couple of reasons. When your listener hears your theme song, it instantly cues them in that they are listening to your show. And an intro song raises the energy level and gives you some momentum going into the show. But there are legal considerations, as always, when using music. If it is not your music, or if you don't have permission from the creator of the music, then don't use it. If you use that music, there might be legal problems. You can use music legally without permission if it's in the public domain. Any song published before 1922 is in the public domain. You can probably find a list of this online. Another possible choice is music that's in the creative, that is licensed by Creative Commons. Artists that license their music with Creative Commons have given their listener different types of rights. Some of these rights allow users to use their work as long as they follow certain conditions. These conditions can include the following. You have to give the creditor credit. You cannot change the work. You cannot use it for commercial use. Producing your podcast. Once a podcast has been recorded and edited and an MP3 created, the podcast is near completion. The next step must be done to have a podcast up and running on the web. You have to edit the ID3 tags, host the podcast, and get the RSS feeds and show notes up and running. All MP3 tags include information about the artist, genre, album, and etc. This information is stored in the ID3 tag. Software, like iTunes, use these tags to organize the MP3s. Now, a user may get your podcast from anywhere. They may get it from a podcast directory, or an email, or from another site. Many listeners may not get your podcast from your site. So you use ID3 tags to store important identifying information, such as the show's name, the show's website, etc. You also want listeners to find the podcast on their MP3 player and be able to find it amidst all other MP3s in the player or software. You can use iTunes to edit your ID3 tags. Publishing. Once your podcast is completed, it has to be hosted. This means your podcast has to be stored somewhere that you can access it online. There are many places to host a podcast, but I chose Podbean. Once a podcast is hosted, you will want to create a blog to link to the podcast location 
and to keep show notes in case the listener wants more information. You can create a blog using any service, such as Blogger. The good thing about also having a blog is that it creates RSS feeds. RSS stands for Real Simple Syndication. RSS feeds allow podcatchers and podcast directories to know when to download a new podcast. When you subscribe to a podcast in iTunes, it uses the RSS feed to know when a new podcast is available, and then downloads it automatically. Most blogs create an RSS feed automatically, but they may not be podcast-enabled. A podcast-enabled RSS feed allows for distribution to all major podcast directories by being properly formatted. It also allows listeners to subscribe to your RSS feed. One, make, one way to make sure your blog podcast is your blog is podcast friendly is by using FeedBurner.com. FeedBurner has notes on how to make a blog podcast friendly. Once you're all done, follow the instructions on the Submit a Podcast page in iTunes to place your podcast in an iTunes directory. This is if you want to make your podcast found in this directory. If you just want it on your blog, then you are done.